Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. We are the WFNY Browns cast. I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. I'm with Taylor Jezerzak, and we're getting you ready for Browns bills, wherever that may be, wherever... Whenever, whenever that, that may be, <laughs> whatever the weather might be, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. If you haven't heard, it's uh, supposed to be six feet, almost up to six feet of snow over the next couple of days uh, in Buffalo. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but before we get to that, uh, this is the Brownscast, as I said, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. For first-time depositors, enter in the code WFY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. Underdog has a, is a great platform if you're tired of the DFS uh, salary system. There are tons of games, types, and drafts every night of the week for every sport. Don't forget, use WFY at checkout to get your first-time deposit matched up to $100. And that's Underdog. So... Uh, before we get to Buffalo, um, do we want to recap or kind of give our thoughts on what we saw on Sunday? <laughs> I have nothing more to add. Yeah, that was a uh, dumpster fire. It was no, uh, nothing. Nothing substan- substantial has come out right in the aftermath, aside from film of John Johnson once again not looking like he actually wants to play football sometimes, <laughs> and Tony Fields not knowing what a juke move is. Um, I don't know. I think there, there, was, there was a lot of film of defensive tackles running up field without any actual goal. Yeah. Like running themselves out of plays. Like this is, this is shit that they teach you in high school. I think so, some of the, just like just the screenshots of how big the holes were, the gaps were in the run defense. It was just like, Historically bad. I I don't know. I I forget what stat it is. I think it might be EPA or something. But the Browns' run defense is like historically, <laughs> it's it's getting up there as the historically bad. So um, the film and then the uh, stats definitely definitely meet the eye there. So yeah, um, nothing is good. No, no. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that was the Miami game. Um, they now move on to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is on a uh, what a two game lose streak, losing streak. I yeah, mean. yeah. They lost to the Jets and they lost to the Vikings. Yes, so they're in third place now. I think. <laughs> yeah, is, they are. This is the weirdness of the NFL this year, um, but they are still the Buffalo Bills. They are uh, have probably the one of the best offenses in the league. Um, six and three, they are standing right now. It kind of shows you how strong that division is that they're in third place, but six and three. Um, yeah. What's two, your initial two, of their, two of their losses are in division, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why the tiebreaker there is. Um, but what's your, what's your initial thoughts on the, uh, Buffalo Bills as talk about them? Well, my initial thought is I hope they don't watch film. <laughs> This I is hope yet they try. Another, 
This I hope they try another. to. Yeah, I hope they try to throw the ball like they usually do. Uh, right. Because uh, I mean, there, there's no evidence that the Browns are going to be able to stop anyone when they w- try to run the ball with running backs. There hasn't been since the Bengals, and I don't know if the Bengals know how to watch film. So <laughs> this that is might be their advantage there. That just can't run the ball or doesn't run the ball at least. And uh, we'll see again if the Browns are the team once again to make them a run team. <laughs> a run, a run, uh, or well, the Browns the might not be the ones be. that have to do that. I think the weather is going right. to do enough if they stay True. with Buffalo. But um, I mean, because even, even if Sunday's three to six inches is, is the lowest snow total of the weekend there, which says a lot. Um <laughs> The, the current wind forecast is a steady 31-mile-an-hour wind with 45-mile-an-hour gusts. So, like, right. throwing the ball, unless you're Josh Allen, is going to be difficult. Yeah. And even it's, if you're uh, Josh Allen, it's probably going to be difficult. Yeah, this is going to be one of those uh, – I think the last one was actually, what, Buffalo-Cleveland? What, how many years ago? I uh, know. The, the last real bad snow game was Buffalo and Indianapolis in, what, 28, 17 or 18? Yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will beating the Colts in overtime in a similar, what's going to be similar to what they're playing in. If they play in Buffalo, yeah. it's what they're playing in on Sunday. What was, I want to go back to that bill Buffalo, that Browns game with the bills a couple of years ago. Uh, what, what year was that? Snow, uh, 2007, 2007. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> Seems like that's a lot true. of people were there. I don't know if that's. that's I know uh, it's, it's one of those like ten cent beer night. Oh, I was there. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I was there. I had part of my face was frostbitten for like a couple months. Maybe not frostbite, <laughs> but it hurt for a few months from the wind. But um, yeah, it was certainly experience. Uh, I, I shared this story in the Discord, but. I'll never forget the uh, the guy that was sitting next to me in the dog pound. He went and got a beer sometime in the first quarter. He came back, and he stood there with it for a couple of minutes and then looked down at it, and he was like, there's an inch of snow in my beer. <laughs> my beer has frozen. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so that was in 2007. It was 8 to nothing. Yes. A burn burner. Yeah. Um, Why Romeo Cornell sent? Phil Dawson out there to kick a 45-yard field goal. The world will never know. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> let's see. Let's see if you can, if you have good trivia question. Who was there? Who was the Buffalo Bills quarterback? Oh God, was that Trent Edwards? Yes, good call. And who were the Browns? Uh, that was Derek Anderson. That was yep. still that was still 2007 before Derek yeah. Anderson turned into a pumpkin. Yeah, I think he actually turned into a pumpkin the next week. Yeah, I think against so. Cincinnati. So, yeah. And then that was Jamal Lewis having 163 yards. But um, do you remember the Buffalo running back? It was um, Marshawn, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Um, God, I think there was a total of 22 completed passes. That was more than I expected. No, a lot of them are – the Bills are throwing, like, a lot of little screen passes and dump-offs. and Yeah, Fred Jackson was the leading receiver. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the first – and I was sitting in the upper level of the dog pound. For the first half, 
you could barely see past the 50 yard line. <laughs> like you would see shapes. You wouldn't see much. Like luckily the Browns are wearing orange helmets. That's about the extent <laughs> of what you could see across the field. Right. Um, and I can't imagine it was very easy on the quarterbacks that day. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So if anything we could draw from that, it's going to be a, uh, a run game, obviously. Um, but we'll, just based on paper, you would think the Browns would be, would be well-versed in this because they have the great run game, but, when you have the run defense like the Browns do, it's kind of it kind of lets that advantage kind of slip away a little bit um, in terms yeah. of kind of what the Browns have over Buffalo. But um, this might turn into a game where each team has the ball like six times. Yeah, and uh, we're probably going to see a lot of running from Josh Allen. I would imagine. Because... Yeah, I, I would not be shocked if the if the Bills came out and just did zone read stuff the entire game. I think so too, right? Or at least, like, at the most, like short yard. We're not going to see his kind of giant arm today, this week. I think we'll it, w- it would be kind of interesting if the Browns countered by sending uh, Josh Dobbs out there to run the option. That would like, be funny. like that's not a bench to Kobe Brissett. That's a maybe. This situation is better for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, could see. I don't know. I, I think anything is. <laughs> We talked about it before the getting out of this pod. I think anything is possible in this game. This is this is probably the most, one of the most un, unpredictable games that you could probably think of until um, they inevitably move it to Detroit tomorrow. Right? This whole yes. conversation then, goes for naught. Yes, and then Josh Allen throws for five hundred yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I genuinely don't think the NFL will make them play this game in Buffalo. I think. Not not because of the weather. I think getting like it's gonna be tough for the Bills to get to the stadium, let alone the Browns. Right. Yeah, they're coming from their houses, like <laughs> like that's that's sixty well. Can any can but... any snow removal infrastructure in America keep up with four feet of snow in three in two days? No. No. Like no, I've seen do, what I've seen they... what Independence Ohio can do. <laughs> they, they clear the roads pretty well. I don't think they could keep up with four four feet yeah. of snow in three days. Like Buffalo has tunnels for a reason. Like they 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 prepare. They they know they can't <laughs> they can't tech they can't uh, get get all this together in in what three days. But um, yeah, I just yeah, don't know. I don't know how they're going to be able to keep the infrastructure clear enough to have a safe game day experience for the teams, right. for the fans, for anyone else who wants to go to the game and not to mention having to clean out four feet of snow from the seating area of the stadium. True. Where does it, what, like you can't put four feet of snow on the sidelines. You take up the entire sideline. Right. And they don't have a, like that stadium is not that the, the field is notoriously very close to the walls there. So there's yeah. not a whole lot of space to put snow. Right. Yeah, I don't like you can't you can't put it anywhere. Like that's a really no, good... no, you can't get four feet of snow and put it anywhere. It's right. It's just gonna make somewhere else worse. Right. That's why I shocked that Buffalo is not considering a dome next time. But whatever. Um, yeah. So that's Buffalo right now. Um, their defense is really good. Um, 
they they have a uh, strong pass rush behind Von Miller. That was their big uh, off-season pickup. Um, their their pass coverage is great. So you would once again you would think this is the day that the run run game will be uh, well ver- uh, well suited for. But um, as we saw last week and in a couple of games before that. Um, Even the worst team, run defenses can do well against the Browns because they right. don't have to respect the pass as much. Yeah. And teams are going to be – teams are, are playing the Browns to the run game now. And the, especially in this game where passing is going to be hard anyways and now you have reset throwing it. It's just going to be – it's going to be a tough one. I don't – I know the right now. I don't know if the uh, over under and points has changed recently, but it might probably change on game day once they see uh, how many. I don't know what what do uh, you have it as. It was forty one and a half right now, but uh, as of well, it started. Night, it started at forty nine and a half. Right, so right. It's come down quite a bit. I'm guessing it's one of those things where you'll see it on like see it on uh, Sunday morning and they're like, okay, it's going to be 25. (laughs) We're going to put this over under at about 17. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to score. Um, And that's not great when the defense, the, the clear advantage is on, on Buffalo side in a game that you need your defense. This is not going to be, I I just don't have good. (laughs) I don't have good. Uh, feelings about this game uh no i mean one way or another whatever the, they play the snow is gonna help i would imagine because snow just doesn't help anyone so true like it's gonna be harder for running backs to make cuts and everything's gonna be generally slower uh gabe davis is probably not gonna have that much of an impact in the game if there's three inches of snow on the ground <laughs> like some something something like that. Like th- those are those are the things. Like if you want to look at how this game could play, it's going to be the game that the Bills played against the Colts a few years back that clinched the Bills. I think it didn't clinch the Bills playoff spot, but um, it kept them in the hunt late in the season. But I think that game went to overtime, tied at like ten or something, or tied mm-hmm. at seven or eight or something stupid. And, <laughs> Yeah, there was eight inches of snow in the end zones because that's just where the snow was piling up, and <laughs> it's like that. That's if the if they play this game in Buffalo and it snows as much as it's supposed to on Sunday, that's kind of what I imagine this field is going to look like because they're not going to be able to clear it off in any substantial way because there's not going to be any space left to put it unless you just bring dump trucks in to get the snow out. On Saturday night. (laughs) Well, the problem with flamethrowers is it's going to be below freezing, so you're just going to create ice. (laughs) That's a good point. Oh, man. (laughs) There's no no winning scenario in this. There Um, really isn't. I I just don't – I think they either delay the game to Monday or Tuesday or they move it to Detroit. We really need to – Give a little prayer to the uh, Buffalo Bill uh, field field guys because they're going to have a miserable time. No, I mean I, I I just don't know how how people are going to get 
to the stadium, let right. alone be able to clean it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't, I, I want to watch a snow game. I but do. I think this, this snow game is the equivalent of saying there's a category four hurricane coming through the day before the game. <laughs> We're gonna play anyway, right? <laughs> Pretty much. That's. I mean, that's the level of like catastrophic weather event that they're staring, staring yeah. in the face in Buffalo right now. So I don't think we can expect to play that game there. Right. And I just saw on. I'm watching Sports Center right now in the background here. They said latest decision would be Friday. So tomorrow we'll know one way or another. But yeah, I mean, they have to make the decision because yeah. the Browns, the Browns really needed to travel today. I know, yeah. That's why I'm surprised they're not making a decision right now because I don't know. Has it started snowing in Buffalo? No, it starts no. tonight. Um, they're projecting. Uh, last I checked, it was 12 to 18 inches of snow tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna check oh, on this, man. but gotta love it. But it, it's just it's not. Like there's things that are more important than football, and I think right. <laughs> I think right. Not yeah. making people do this is more important than football. That's what I'm wondering if like if I, like the government services kind of get into this and like, hey, this is this is a public this is a public emergency. We cannot have this. <laughs> like, this is not safe for the players. It's not safe for the fans. Like, yeah, and the people that have to work there, like, <laughs> like yeah. They're they're yeah. projecting right now. AccuWeather is projecting eleven inches of snow tonight in Buffalo, <laughs> and then tomorrow is another foot, and then tomorrow night's another five inches. So we're at like two and a half feet of snow. I don't know if I don't know if you saw the game last night, the Shenzel Michigan game. Did you see any of the highlights? Of that? I, I did. Yeah. So that's just a that's just the the start of it. Like it has to come over Lake Erie and all that. And yeah. Oh boy, you put all that lake effect and all that in there. Oh God. Saturday night they're projecting another foot of snow, so we're at three and a half feet of snow. Gaining two feet of two feet of stay. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it's. I really would have liked the brown the not the Browns the NFL and the state government of New York to have made this decision before, before now, because the Browns need to know the bills need to know the bills are dealing with like a flu epidemic within their team. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that on Twitter. They didn't have enough players to practice the other day. Yeah. So like there, there, there's a lot of things going against this game playing on Sunday. And unless the NFL says we're going to play this game in Buffalo on Sunday, we're just not going to allow fans to be there. Which would be a choice. I know. And like that that's still like you still gotta have the workers that like run the stadium. Like it's still that's like yeah. a half that's like a half ass kind of decision. Yeah. So ultimately I think this game's probably gonna end up being in Detroit. Uh the people yeah. who think it no, play it in Cleveland, it's closer. They're not gonna do that. No. <laughs> they don't wanna give they don't wanna give any edge to one team or whatever. But well, I mean Taking it out of uh, taking the game sure. out of a blizzard gives an edge to the Bills, regardless. Yeah. So oh, it doesn't God. matter Josh, if the game's in Cleveland if it's going to be Allen an advantage for the Bills. Josh Allen versus his defense in a dome. Sure, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's not. 
the, and that that's the, that's the tough part about projecting the, this game. We don't right. know what game we're going to get. Yeah. So like we could yeah. offer two types of analysis here. We could give them the, the NFL was really stupid and decided to play in a national, in a regional emergency or <laughs> the NFL was smart and moved the game to Detroit. Right. At which it's point, either going to be, it's either going to be not a lot of points or just a buttload of points for the Buffalo because uh, it's, it's pretty much, it's going to swing. Like this is going to swing the game. Like I really didn't think the Browns had a chance coming into the week. <laughs> no, the the weather would be the equalizer, but right. like at some point the weather becomes it like like if this game were hypothetically being played Saturday night <laughs> for some reason and you got a foot of snow during the game, which basically happened during the game in 2007. I think they get, there were 8 inches of snow fell during the game. Yeah. Um oh, like man. There, there's just not a whole lot you can do, right? And it, it has gotten it's gotten a lot more intrigue to this game because it was going to be one of those like, oh god, they're playing the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah. After, after getting just rolled over by the Miami Dolphins, but um, we'll I mean, see. To be <laughs> fair, the Bills haven't exactly looked like world beaters the last few True. weeks, but like. The Browns haven't either, so I, I can't really I can't really say that the Browns are going to have more of a chance because the Bills lost to the Jets. Right. The Browns should have beaten the Jets, but didn't. And like, there's just no metric that you can base the Browns on because it feels like, aside from maybe the run defense, you're getting a different team every week. True. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of what we were saying last week about how the offenses hit the backup quarterback plateau is still going to apply for the next two weeks. If teams are just going to come out and bear defenses like they have with New England and with uh, Miami and say, Nick right. Chubb, you're not doing anything. Jacoby Brissett beat us. And Jacoby you Brissett no- says, I don't want to throw into tight windows. Right. You have no chance next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the Bucks defense is still pretty good, even if Tom Brady has is finally at forty five, right. showing signs of not being as good as he was. Finally uh, aging. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever devil magic was was being thrust upon him has has faded. Um, there's just it's hard to expect much of a different result right now. Like the team could come out and win the next two games, like. I think they have the ability to do it. Will they? I don't know. And I can't really project that they will. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an interesting couple weeks here. Um, Yeah. I, 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 it's just like, like the weather and then what the Browns do each week. It's just like, this game is just, it could go in a number of ways. And, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I yeah. can see the Browns running the ball really well, and, and, and the last time the Browns and the Bills played, granted it was a different Josh Allen. Yeah, the defense played him pretty well, but that was also, I think that was Steve Wilkes. I think, <laughs> I think that so. was 2018. So a lot of the same defensive players, but much different defensive scheme. Um. 
I don't know. The, the, this defense seems to do pretty well against mobile quarterbacks for whatever reason. <laughs> for whatever reason. like Right, for, for whatever reason, yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be nice to have JOK back this week. I haven't seen anything about whether or not he will be back. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't think they lost anyone else on defense. So, like, it's a matter of finding defensive tackles that don't, like, totally suck. And keeping yeah. and continuing to play mistake free football in the secondary, which aside was, from one play against who was that against that they had like the there was one defensive breakdown a couple weeks ago, I forget, or a few weeks ago, I, forget, I think might have been the Ravens, I, I don't know or the Patriots, but they haven't had any like catastrophic secondary breakdowns right? since the Jets or the game right after it's, the Jets. It's one of those things though, that like the, the run defense is so bad. It, like it didn't, it doesn't need to. Like, yeah. Offenses are just running down the field with so much ease. Like they don't need to go for the big play. <laughs> yeah. But, um... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so I was just looking at the uh, injury report um, from yesterday. Uh, uh, JOK actually played in full or practiced, so that's a good oh, sign. So we should, I mean, if he's practicing in full, we should probably expect him to play. I would hope so, yeah. And then uh, Wyatt Teller and Ethan Postich is are limited, and then a bunch of, uh, well, a lot of them are rest, but... Um, the kind of the big ones are uh, Michael Dunn and then and Joku have still not practiced, so we'll see. Well, Dunn was inactive last week, so he was clearly right. a little bit hurt. Um, yeah, I think anyone with a lower leg injury, a la Joku and Teller, if you're playing in a snow game, you probably oh. don't want to do that. Right. Um. So like this I would can't... be this would be a great week to have him back, but yeah, you can't put him out there with. No, unstable footing there. Yeah, Posick, I imagine will be fine. Like <coughs> Lyman or Lyman, Lyman just go back. In. Yeah, <laughs> like, unless unless your like leg is like broken or something, like they'll go right back in. Yeah, um, and he did, it was limited. So and for the most part, Froholt has been okay. He was good against the Bengals. He had really bad reps against the Dolphins. Uh, really, the problem has been the tackles. Like, yeah. Like, it hasn't really been the interior, which has yeah. been... Yeah, Conklin had some some uncharacteristic bad reps last week. Yeah. Wills had an okay he's, game, but had he some had bad roller reps. Coaster. <laughs> he's like... He's just a roller coaster, man. He's like the he's almost like the he's like a better version of the Chetty Osmond. Like he's just yeah. up and down. Like he could be 
he could just have some of the best sets you've ever seen, like you see in the NFL. And then you have just, it looks like he's just not a lot of coming out of his set and the guys around him. Like it's just, it's really his, his performance so far in his career has just been a really conundrum to me. Like the talent is there. It just, I don't know what it is. I, it just, he doesn't put it all together in a complete performance a lot of times. No, and I mean, we were spoiled for the longest time by watching Joe Thomas go true. out there and that basically be a robot. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so I, wonder, I do, I do, I wonder how much our thinking is. Well, we did, we did come off of just some horrible tackles after Joe Thomas. So it's like, yeah, we're seeing I mean, more. I think we're seeing the actual middle guy finally rather than just. Absolutely I think horrid and then Hall of Famer. I'm not so I'm not so out on um, Wills that like I don't want them to bring him back. I think they have to decide whether or not they pick up his fifth year after this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think. It, I, I mean, think it's not easy to find guys right. like Joe Thomas or even like Jedrick Wills to like that talent is hard to come by. So if you find someone that's at least reliable 80% of the time, I think you got to pay him because you rather have the devil, you know, than the devil you don't. Right. Yeah. It's, I think, I think the fifth year is obviously going to be picked up, but I think the real question will be what a year from now. Kind of figure I mean, it, it might not, it might not be bad to like, obviously you want to have Joe Thomas, but having someone who's a couple steps below that can still get the job done, but isn't going to demand the kind of salary that someone like Joe Tom like a player right. that Joe, Joe Thomas's caliber will yeah. might be good for this team going forward because we have so much money plowed into our so quarterback. Much. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and and especially with like we're, we're going to see this coming up when Deshaun gets on the field, he's going to cover up a lot of things. Like, yeah, defenses won't be able to play the forty-six defense anymore with him right. out there because he can just run around the edge if he needs to or. Or throw it deep, and yeah, it's, yeah, he, he's just going to cover up so much stuff that we haven't seen a quarterback do in this. in the last twenty three years of this franchise right. after the franchise was stolen. So <laughs> correct, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know how we got into this, but uh, so uh, well, we got to this because we don't know what the game is going to be on Sunday. <laughs> so, so sure, <laughs> like we want to talk about it, but like. How so, can we provide a good preview if right. we don't know what the game's going to be? So we can talk about it like this. So we'll we'll do it how you were talking about. So if it's a snowball, I think it's if it stays in Buffalo, it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be just whoever can stop the run better, and that's not a great sign for your Cleveland Browns. But and then if it's in the dome, I think it's going to be. It's going to be – I don't know if the Browns can really win. In the <laughs> well, if it if it's in Detroit, I have a feeling we're going to see a similar offense to what we did last week, except for you're going to see a lot more quarterback run. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I don't know how much they're going to want to run and put him in harm's way right yeah. now because yeah, of the elbow. Injured. Right. Um, so you might get re- relegated to Devin Singletary, who's not – like ever been a great runner. Yeah. Like the difference, the difference with what the dolphins did last week and what the, what, well, mainly what the dolphins did last week 
is Jeff Wilson has been a decent running. Like he's shown that he can run the ball. He can mm-hmm. find holes and do it. Has De- Devin Singletary shown that off and on maybe? Um, yeah, if really, yeah, he's had like these kind of good games and, but most of his good games are predicated right. on him being able to catch the ball too. He's True. very good at that. Yeah. So I just don't know what we're going to get out of that rush offense. I mean, they just don't have a running back that they rely t- enough on to carry the ball a ton. Their running back has been Josh Allen, who's their leading rusher with like 460 yards. Right. So. Yeah. So that's basically what what we're thinking. Um, I guess we'll let's get to the kind of keys to victory, I guess. <laughs> um, well, keys to victory. Uh, if. Yeah, if the NFL NFL forces them to play in emergency in in three feet of snow, I mean, the the keys to victory would be just to do enough on offense. I want to say, I mean, you're not going to give Nick Chubb 40 carries. I think if you go back and look at the game that Jamal Lewis had, I think he had... Uh, you had it pulled up. I think he had what, like twenty six carries, twenty seven carries. Uh, thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. Which you know is a lot, but you know, given the circumstances, and they didn't really have a backup. So, I, I imagine if the game is played in Buffalo, you're probably going to have Nick Chubb at like twenty four carries and Kareem Hunt with like seventeen, mm-hmm. and Jacoby Brissett with like five. <laughs> And Jacoby Brissett's probably not going to throw more than 15, 16 passes. Right. And your hope is that you can generate enough offense with that. I mean, whatever you're going to do, it's going to be, I mean, you're probably going to see some Nick Chubb direct snaps. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some Nick Chubb zone read with Kareem Hunt. That'd be kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. Hopefully that wouldn't end in a fumble because I'd like to see that formation. Um, you're just going to have to keep the, the bills off the field as much as you can, because they're going to be trying to keep you off the field as much as they can, because the, the game is going to be pretty short. I think if you play in Buffalo, you're probably not going to have more than seven, eight possessions. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> if, and then if the game is played in Detroit, uh, don't let it turn into a blowout like last week, basically. Yeah. I think if you're in the game late, the Bills have kind of – actually, I saw a stat after the game last Sunday. In the last two or three seasons, the Bills are 2-8 and eight in one-score games. Interesting. Oh. Which is bizarre. Like, usually yeah. teams that are good have good records in one-score games, but I think right. the Bills are either – they're winning by just crushing teams most weeks. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of like they, they have a lot of like 10 to 13-point wins, I think. Yeah, so yeah, they lost last week in a one foot one score game. They lost Detroit. They lost to Miami in a one score game. They lost to the Jets in a one score game. So they're zero and three this year in one score games. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, um, yeah, I definitely agree. It's for the Browns. It's kind of hope that they. I know we don't want to because it's bigger than football, but um, they. Hope that you stay in Buffalo and play in Buffalo because I don't see any sort of 
chance if they played Detroit versus Josh Allen. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, just kind of control time of possession is going to be really big in this, in this game. If they play it in Buffalo, um, it's <laughs> because it's going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a quick game. It's going to be not many possessions uh, because I, I doubt teams are going to be wanting to punt. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like we may see kind of a lot of fourth down go for it because there's just, you're not going to make a field goal unless it's like <laughs> on the what extra point or co- old extra point. Uh, yep. Style, but um, yeah, it's that's basically where that's at. Um, yeah, just just looking at it, the the Bills were zero and six last year in one score games. Wow, that's zero and seven if you include the playoffs. That is and interesting. Then, so and make it this year. They are zero and one, one and one, two and one, two and two, two and three. So. So there Uh-oh. you go. Two and ten in their last twelve one score games. Keep it close and see where you're at at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, this is the most unpredictable prop bets of the uh, week here. <laughs> How did we do last week? <laughs> last week, uh, I did excellent and uh you and Gerbs uh tied uh for had a poor week, two and seven. Ouch. I went seven and two. So this is pretty funny. Our season total right now is I'm 25 and 24, and you're 24 and 25. <laughs> so we're we're really close. We're going neck and neck here. We're not making money if we we're betting actual money right. on these things. But we're not losing it either. Well, no. a little bit, but so um, okay. Just to kind of skim through what what happened last week, uh, Browns plus three and a half. Uh, I was the only one who took the. Dolphins and they won by 22. Um, over under 45, 48 and a half, they blew that away at 56 points, and we all had that correct. Um, 86 and a half rushing yards for Chubb. Uh, he only had 63, so we were all wrong on that. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 94 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he only had 44 yards, and uh, me and Gerbs were correct on that one. Um, 280 or 280.5 passing yards for Tua. He just got over that at 285. Uh, so I was correct on that. And then who wins the biggest turnover battle? Uh, who wins the, sorry, who wins the turnover battle? Uh, Dolphins won. So me and you were correct on that. And then <laughs> this one is the funniest one. The biggest difference in total yards. We, so we all thought the Browns run game. Yeah. And, uh, and that was, uh, yeah, that did not go correct. No, it did not. <laughs> the Dolphins outcame them by uh, 80 yards. Yep, 83. <laughs> uh, and then the last one is Brown's touchdown leader. So it was a tie between Chubb and Bryant. So I had uh, I had Chubb. So that was correct. Um, and then uh, you and Gerbs went with the Browns to win. And then I went Dolphins. So I got that correct. Um so there you go, seven and two, and you were two and seven. So we're neck and neck here, heading into week eleven. Uh, right now, it sits at Browns. This is as of last night. So take it <laughs> granted there. Um, Browns plus seven and a half. What you got? Uh, Gerbs has Browns, by the way. Um, 
I also think Browns, but I don't think that's necessarily because they're going to win. I just, I don't think, I mean, obviously I think this changes if the, if they move this game. Right. So I think we might need sure. to reevaluate if they move the game and come back and redo this. But <laughs> uh, for now, I'll take the Browns with the points. Okay. Let's uh, let's put this let's put this disclosure here. So if this is if it stays in Buffalo. Yes. If if it if it moves, then we'll throw all this away. We won't count it for this week. But <laughs> if it stays in Buffalo, this is what our predictions are. I I definitely agree. I am gonna go with Browns too. Um, because I just, as you said, I don't think scoring is going to be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's going to be enough points scored to really, right. unless the Browns extend. don't score, which I guess is an option. But unless the Browns don't score, it's going to be hard to cover seven and a half. Yeah. And then the, this next one is going to be. I think we're all under on this. Is forty-one and a half right now? Total points. But I mean, what does that require? That requires. 20, 20 to 22. Yeah, that requires each point, each team scoring 21 points. Uh, if the game stays in Buffalo, I I suppose it could happen. I mean, if the Browns' rush offense figures its shit out and the Bills decide to run the ball, that could happen. But I'm going to take the safe route and go under. Yeah, same. I'm going under. I don't. I just don't see it. Um, so the next one is interesting. It's, it's Josh Allen, 320 total yards. Um, so that could be rushing or passing his average is 350. I think something around that the average is about 300 yards passing and 50, a little bit over 50 rushing yards per game. So, uh, this will be well under his average, but what do you think? 320 total yards. Uh, over. I I think he probably has 150 rushing yards and 170 passing yards. Okay. So uh, what did Groves did under? Um, let's see. I just don't know how else they're going to move the ball. If they're going to move the ball, it's going to be him. That makes sense. Yeah. I think I think under. I just. 320 is a very high number. 320 is a very high number, but his average is 350, so it would be under him as usual. But I just, I man, this snow, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how things are going to move. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go barely under. I think he's going to get close. I think his rushing, he'll be over 100 yards. Um, but I don't know about passing. I don't know if he can get to 200. But we never know. <laughs> Never count out the Browns' defense. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, that's all I'd say. Um, uh, next one is still we're staying on Josh Allen is two and a half total touchdowns. So that could be passing, rushing. Um, well, that implies yeah. there's going to be three touchdowns scored by an offense in a game. So under, under. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go under. I think he'll get like two. Yeah, I just. Uh, either team scoring three or four touchdowns in this game feels hard. It just yeah. just it doesn't feel like like if it's being granted the field conditions could actually be okay. Um, it's not like they're going to be playing on a foot of snow. 
if they're going to be playing in Buffalo, the field could only have an inch or so on it. And like the field conditions won't be awful. The wind is still going to hurt things. Yeah. The wind, the wind might be the even bigger kind of story. Yeah. What'd you say? 30 mile per hour? Yeah. Like a, like a, a steady 30 mile an hour wind with yeah. gusts of 40 to 50. Like I remember, what was that? Two years ago when uh, the Browns played Oakland or, or yeah. Vegas, Vegas, Houston. The, yeah, the Houston, Houston game was worse. Yeah, the Houston, and then they played Philly in the yeah. wind. Yeah, that was, I was at the Philly game, and that was just terrible. But um, yeah, they couldn't do anything. Like it, it was passes were just it dying. Was, it was tough to it was tough to score. Um, but and then you add on kind of a little shaky field posi- uh, field stability, and I think it's going to even be worse. So yeah, yeah, uh, I think we're all under on that. Um, I'm going to. Ch- <laughs> I think Stephon Diggs ninety receiving yards. Uh, that was what. So he averages about a hundred, uh, a little over a hundred per game. Yeah. <sighs> this is. I, I'm going to go under because, again, I don't think – but I think it might be close because he is their he is their guy, and he is Josh Allen's guy. He throws it to him the most by far. Um, yeah. I, I think he'll get close, but I think – because he's such a good – he's such a good uh, player after the catch, and he can make tough catches. So I think he'll be – he'll still be productive, but I think 90 is just – a little too tall of a task. Yeah, I'll go under on that as well. I don't. I, the reasoning is pretty much the same as yours. I just, yeah. I, I don't know where passing offenses are going to be, so it's hard to say that any receiver is going to have a hundred yards of recep- receiving yards unless he <laughs> breaks a few tackles and goes for eighty on one of them. Right. Just going back on that Browns. Buffalo game in 2007, the leading receiver in the whole entire game was Braylon Edwards. He had 64 yards. So, <laughs> yeah. Kind of gives you a clue there. Um, next one is Nick Chubb, 90 rushing yards. Well, if the Browns are going to have any chance, they need to be over. I, I agree. I, I am going over too because, and Grooms is going over also. Um, I don't they know where else to, their offense is going to come from. Right, they have to. He has to have ninety yards rushing. To, to even, he has to have ninety chance. yards. Hunt might need to have seventy-five yards. Like, right? They need to be able to run the ball. Right, because I don't. I didn't put a Brissett one on here because I I I don't know if he gets over one hundred fifty or yards passing. Yeah, like I, it's just going to be like he's not. He's one of those quarterbacks that I don't think can play in snow and strong wind. <laughs> it's going to be no. like he doesn't have that kind of arm and talent. But, um, hey, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the next one is Brown's touchdown uh, leader. Gerbs went with Chubb. I'm going to go with Chubb, too. Hmm. Do I want the point or do I want – do I want to be different? I feel like it's either Chubb or, or uh, Hunt. <laughs> um, or Sneak God. Well, I, I said besides Brissett, So I mean, is 
Is it Joku playing? We don't know. We don't think so. No, he. I. I don't think so. No, I'll. I'll, I'll go with Amari Cooper just to be different. Okay. Okay. We can see the uh, kind of out routes, quick out routes to him. So I could see a, I could see a slant working at the right. goal line, and, and it's it's kind of something that we haven't talked about. It, like these short passes do work because obviously the cornerback doesn't know where the heck you're going, and the receiver does. So footing is better when you know where you're going. Um, so yeah. it could like those quick passes could be successful, but um, okay, I, I see that. Cooper. Um, and then the last one, I threw this in kind of because of the snow. It's going to be who wins the time of possession? Gerbs went with the Browns. I think the Browns do. I think even when they play bad games, they win time of possession. So, yeah. because the other team is scoring very quickly. I would agree. I, I'm going Browns on the time of possession. I think it'll be close because yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be Making big plays, but yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, Gerbs predicted Bills fourteen to seven. What are your what's your uh, score prediction? I'm gonna go Bills fifteen twelve. The only made kick is a game winning kick at the end when the score is tied at twelve. <laughs> Two touchdowns each and a field goal at the end. How, how long is the field goal? Thirty yards. <laughs> Thirty yards. Okay. They do have a good kicker. What is his name? Bass. Um, yeah, some bass. Um, okay, Bills. I'm going to go Bills. Oh man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bills sixteen to. Uh, Browns are going to score seven. Sixteen to seven. I think I think the Bills go for two twice. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Sixteen to seven. Yeah, so we're all on the same page. This is not going to be a scoring game. And, no, unless the game's in Detroit, right? Yes. And then, in which my my score prediction is like thirty-four to twenty. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. such a wide range, but yeah. Any uh, kind of final thoughts uh, before we're going to wrap it up here? Um, I want to see a snow game. I don't, I don't, I don't think that this is the right one. Yeah. (laughs) This might be cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If everything, if everything is forecasted correctly, this is probably, probably shouldn't be played here. No, but um, no, I I just, you never know with the NFL though. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the Browns, the only reason the Browns would want to move is because they don't know how they're going to get there. Uh, I think the Browns see the writing on the, the, the weather forecast and say, this is a game that we can steal now because their offense is so predicated on the pass. Um, but I imagine the Bills would rather keep the community safe, which, you know, is valid. But they'd rather go see the game moved, and I don't know who you're going to listen to more in this situation. Probably the team that's better. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just don't think I don't think they're going to end up playing this game in Buffalo. I just don't think it makes yeah. sense. Uh, just uh, before we kind of get out of here, I just was scrolling through Twitter, and uh, they're practicing right now, and, and Najoku is practicing today. He's on oh, the nice. practice field. 
He was practicing last week too and didn't play. So true. Yeah, and it, this is looks like it's only in um, uh, kind of the uh, practice sets without any coverage or anything. So yeah, take that for what it is. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I I do agree. I don't, I don't think this is the game you kind of put him out there. The guy that's coming off a, a knee injury. Yeah, I don't think you want to kind of stress it with all the snow on the ground. Yeah, slick playing surface feels like a bad. Yeah, and cold weather in general is usually bad for those kind of injuries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if this is the game you run him out there, but I mean, if he's ready to go, he's ready to go. True. Yeah. He'd be. Yeah, we don't. We don't know how. Like he might have been just ready to go last week, and they kind of just let him sit for one more week. So maybe he's back to full health. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, other than that, uh, it's just going to be <laughs> – these next couple of days are going to be interesting <laughs> to see kind of what the decision will be. I mean, we're going to know how, soon. Right. How much – I wonder – yeah, I wonder – I feel like we'll get a decision sometime in the morning kind of after – We're going to we're going to end this podcast and they're going to announce it at like – Right, I know, yeah. <laughs> we'll get right back on. <laughs> um, Browns I cast like, previewed round two. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those um, they'll kind of wake up in the morning. You said it's going to start snowing tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think they'll kind of see, oh, crap. It's <laughs> We just got a foot already. We probably should. <laughs> well, <be there>. shit. <laughs> well, shit. I, I thought these forecasts <laughs> would be wrong. <laughs> the weatherman didn't lie. <laughs> oh, 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 God, man. Jim Cantori's out there. We're screwed. I know, yeah. If Jim Cantori goes comes to your town, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. And the Jim yeah. Cantori ma- matrix, the metric, yeah. the Venn diagram, the the the, the flowchart of Jim Cantori storms. Is Jim Cantori there? Yes. You're screwed. No. <laughs> Go have a good day. Oh man, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, Really, like in terms of just interest, the, obviously the Buffalo being in Buffalo would be a lot more entertaining for me. But yeah. obviously, as you said, in the greater scheme of things, and health, you know, the greater scheme health, of human life, public health, probably not the greatest idea. <laughs> um, but we'll see. We'll see. You never, you know, the NFL, they don't give a shit about anybody else yeah. <laughs> except their, except uh, kind of their product and uh going by going by what's what's on paper they they don't they don't want to make changes often um there was a hurricane what was it early in the year who was it yeah it the, was tampa the, the, I think it was. the tampa game yeah yeah and the, tampa, the, the hurricane ended up missing but right and they still in the yeah they they played and but we'll see uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting next couple of days, and we'll see how much snow actually comes in Buffalo. But yeah, um, yeah thanks for joining us, everybody. This is another WFY Browns cast, Browns versus Bills preview. Um, who the heck knows how it happens? But yeah, go Browns. Yep. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, 
we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.